This is the John Oakley Show podcast. So you heard me and some listeners jumping up and down about this poll and where these numbers are coming from and trying to hang the uh, the poll on a peg very neatly and say, well, you know, if they didn't run so many counterintuitive commercials to voting uh, conservative, you know, by tying Shear and Ford together, then Trudeau would have gone nowhere. But that's just too simplistic. Nationally, what this poll is saying from Dart is conservatives are at 37% nationally, all right? Uh, that's up three points from a poll June 6th. I would expect three-point swings at this point. We're, like I say, 13, 14 weeks out from the election. Uh, and the liberals, Trudeau's liberals, are at 32% nationally in this poll, up about eight points, which is a surprise. While Jugmeet Singh's NDP is also up a little bit, 17%. Uh, it was 13% earlier this month in other polls. And most of Trudeau's bounce upward has come in Ontario. That's the big deal. Everywhere else, pretty well static. But in Ontario, the Liberals, the Trudeau party, are now leading the Conservatives 40% to 34%. I can't explain all of this to you, but there's somebody who is really good at it. And his name is John Wright. Uh, he's the CEO of Dart Insight and Communications, the polling company, and an old friend. John, good to talk to you. Great to talk with you, Peter. Okay, so you heard my little summary. I think it's accurate because I'm quoting from your material. How do you explain this change over the course of three, four weeks? Well, there's the, the big change comes in Ontario, and I, I'm going to surmise that the bounce that the Prime Minister's party is getting in this province is because they have been running attack ads from third parties and in other places that say that uh, Andrew Scheer is weak, and his weakness plays into the back pocket of Doug Ford, who has only got 29% support in the province and is very unpopular. Um, it's probably the only major strategy that they have at the moment. It's the one that they're using with best leverage, and that's where it's coming from. Okay, so that's what we were surmising, and I think that uh, I'm going to repeat for you in case you weren't with us that I I may be a conservative, so you're not going to sway me one way or the other, but I look at television commercials, and I've seen them, and I, and all they do is make me angry, not because I'm a conservative, but because what is it? Just It's just mudslinging and slagging and trying to uh, demean Ford and drag uh, Sheer on down with him when, frankly, the biggest problem with Ford for me as a conservative and, more importantly, as a voter, is I don't know him well enough. Well, Peter, but th- you're a conservative. Yes. You're a former member of Parliament. So I'm going to vote for him, but I don't know him well enough. Peter, don't make me laugh. I mean, the premier of this province has had one year one year, and he's had Dean French in the corner office, and between the two of them, they bulldozed the entire public and dropped from 40.5% of the vote to 29%. I mean, people know you can't erase him being at City Hall and people knowing who he is. So I don't, first of all, I don't buy that at all. I'm surprised that you even think that people don't know who he is. No, 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 I'm talking, I'm not talking about Ford. I'm talking about Sheer. Well, but, but it's a lot of people don't know who Shearer is. That's my point. Yeah, but, I mean, part of the problem here is for Mr. Shearer is that, A, he, the only thing that he, he, people don't know who he is, and as a result in the province of Ontario, they're going to link him with 
Doug Ford. And that's, I, mean, I, I think that's, that's the, the point. point. I, you, you pro- I probably misspoke or, or you misunderstood what I was trying to say. What I'm saying is the linkage makes sense. If you were doing advertising strategy, you'd probably do exactly the same thing. So I'm confused with what the uh, conservatives are doing. They apparently have more money in the war chest than ever in history. They're not governed by a writ right now, so they can advertise to their heart's content. Why are we not seeing a bevy of commercial ads countering this to the hilt? Well, okay, now we're both on the same page. Uh, First of all, I don't know why they wouldn't be out with at least something which would be talking about the man and introducing him as a family man, as someone who, uh, you know, where he grew up, what he did, things like that, so we can get to know him better. Mm -hmm. Uh, What we've seen actually in the last short while is that he's been more bland, and that sounds terrible to some people, but the reality is that he he has needed to soften and blunt the kind of image as a hard-nosed conservative, which he isn't if you meet him, Um, but the reality is that they want to position and more left of center to go in because they're after one key area. And that's, they, they have to have Ontario. They have to have the 905. And so I actually stepped back from the vote numbers. And let me give you a piece of advice, and, and hopefully to, to others. When I look at the numbers over the last 30 years, I don't get exercised over the vote numbers, which day-to-day seem to change no matter what polling firm you have. So, okay, mine say what they do today. The real issue for me is actually the sentiment as to whether or not people believe that this government deserves to be reelected. I have found through 30 years of polling that that is a harbinger for what the actual outcome is going to be. And as an example, you're either going to say that the Trudeau liberals have done a good job, they deserve to be reelected, or they've done a bad job and it's time for a change and someone else should take over. If you ask that question of Kathleen Wynne, six months before the election, she got 19% deserved to be reelected. She was sitting at 28% of the vote, but she dropped all the way to 19% at the end of the actual election. If you ask that of Dalton McGinty during his, his years, you would have found him at about 37% deserved to be reelected, but his own personal numbers on vote were about 31. He'd have to grow into it. The real issue here is that you've got Justin Trudeau sitting at 24%. 24% across the country who believe that he deserves to be reelected. And it is And in Ontario for him? In, in Ontario for him roughly the same numbers, but what's happening is that you're getting a bounce of 12 point in the vote because people are being shied away using the Doug Ford uh you know, coincidence with that, and they're basically shying away from it and saying, okay, well, I don't really want to vote for Mr. Scheer because it might be, you know, another Doug Ford, and they're falling into the laps of the, conserv- of, of the liberals. The reality is, though, that at the end of the day, Mr. Trudeau should be at 35% saying that people, people saying that he deserves to be reelected, and he's nowhere close. So you're saying that basically the voters are, they may be favoring liberals in your poll, but they're ready to drop King, uh, kick him out the door when it comes to his popularity figures and you're comparing it to a lot of others. So I'm going to quote you to yourself, John. Let me me do this. That says, you say, the gateway to either a minority or majority government likely rests in a band of voters that sits like a donut around the greater Toronto area, known well as the 905 area code. And I would, living here as I do, totally agree with that. That being the case, what in the hell are the conservatives thinking not counter-advertising in the Toronto GTA? Yeah, well, the fact of the matter is that they need to be out doing some things. So, I mean, I agree with you, Peter. I think that this is the time when people, in fact, should get to know who that leader is and be running those sort of ads. The reality, though, is, as you know, is that we've got 
um, you know, a lot of people in the political parties will say, look, nothing starts until the end of the long weekend in September. That's what they're saying, but I think they're wrong. I think this is a time when you get out, you introduce the leader, you have him with his kids. I mean, they've been making lots of soft media stops. You can you could tell it on the Raptors. You could tell it in other places. He's dressed down. He's dressed comfortably. Yep. Yep. This is all about tactics. So I've noticed that. But I think to your point, who is he? What does he stand for rather than the streeters that they've been doing? Let's hope they get busy soon. John, I'm out of time, and thanks for joining us. Hey, anytime, Peter. Appreciate it. That's John Wright, CEO of Dart, the people who are behind the poll we've been talking about. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.